resource of strength community. My name is Grace M. Hoff, and I'm a freshman here at George Fox. Source of Strength is a community here on campus that encourages students in eight important aspects of health. Today, I am so excited to be sharing with you how people in our community find belonging. Today, I'm so excited for you all to meet Kelly J. She is a professor in the psychology department at George Fox. She focuses on social and positive psychology. That's very soothing for her because if you've ever met her, she radiates positivity. Kelly is also one of the adult advisors for social strength at George Fox. I'm so excited for us to learn. Welcome Kelly to the podcast. Um, my first question for you today is how do you find belonging? How do I find belonging? Mm-hmm. Well, I think of belonging uh, as um, a sense that you are at home with a person or people. And my home, I have uh, good roommates who are generally um, very receptive to both uh, being silly and also really sitting and talking through some of the hard stuff. And so I'm really fortunate to um, call them my friends and mm-hmm. live with them. And that's um, and that's where I feel belonging at, at home. Um, at work, I also have um, some really amazing colleagues who, even though we're all so different, we really care about each other and we really share a lot of our um, same values and goals and it's uh, it's really a privilege to be able to work with them and I think we have a lot of mutual respect which helps with that sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. How do you encourage others in your life to feel like they belong? How do I encourage others in my life to feel like they belong? Well, one thing is I try to encourage them to think about um, the things that make them unique and special. Um, and in the context of uh, spirituality, th- thinking about um, if you are identified with Christ, then there's a lot of aspects to your identity that makes you powerful and mm-hmm. um, and gives us hope. So. Partly, I, I will focus on that. I also um, really try to pray for people in like with them so that they know that that I care and that God cares about them. In my classes, I mean, my classes tend to be pretty large, so it's it's hard to really uh, think about like how do you make people. Uh, a, an individual student feel like um, they belong when they're part of a group of 35 or 50. And um, so I try to give my students opportunities to talk with each other and to get to know each other and to have a chance to voice their ideas and opinions and and learn from each other's perspectives in hopes that um, they they build a a shared sense of belonging, even Mm -hmm. if just a sense of belonging to the class, belonging to the goals of learning or the exploration of ideas with each other. Yeah, yeah. I like that you brought up prayer. Um, and I think praying with somebody or just like telling them you're praying for them 
is a great way to um, connect with them and find longing and kind of deeper deepen that relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, you had some experience. Well, you had a lot of experience actually working as a professor um, and a psychologist. Which in psychology, you tend to you know share a lot about your personal life. Um, so this question, I. If you could, you know, answer it from your professional point of view, but also your personal point of view, um, what barriers have you seen people have to finding belonging and how do they overcome these barriers? I think one of the biggest barriers I've seen for people to find belonging is um, when they deeply believe that they don't deserve it. Um, so we can call that a, a low sense of self-esteem. Um, I think it's also uh, from a Christianese perspective, like lies of the devil, you know, that someone is unlovable or that no one would like me. Or if I even open my mouth, I'll make a mistake and, and people will see how unworthy I am. And I think those are the kinds of... Um, the kinds of fears and, and lies that, that hold people back from really opening up to relationships and to being part of something that is bigger than themselves. Um, and the ironic thing about that is that, that it's keeping them from like the one thing that would help them defeat those lies. Mm-hmm. When you have a chance to uh, really open up and, and form relationships and be part of something then you find that you are worthy and not um, not just automatically rejected in the way that you hear. Um, and so it's um, one of the, I think one of the most uh, unfortunate but powerful barriers to yeah. belonging. Um, another is is from the outside. It's when um, people do uh, prejudge us based mm-hmm. on um, what, whatever stereotypes they might have about our group or um, whatever um, status goals they might have. Um, and so sometimes, you know, and that, that's a barrier that, that we put on others, right? And, mm-hmm. um, and excluding them from being part of um, an event or having their ideas heard or um, having a chance to build friendships. Um, and so the, a lot of times we don't even know we're doing that. Um, mm-hmm. We just know, um, usually we just know like I'm uncomfortable and so I wanna stay away from you. And um, the thing is we, um, we grow stronger as people when we can overcome that sense of discomfort and uh, really listen and get to know people that we otherwise uh, would judge ahead of time that we wouldn't like or respect. Um, mm-hmm. We often find that they are a lot, um, they have a lot to, to share and a lot to give that, that helps us to stretch and to grow. Yeah. How do you, and how have you seen or how have you um, gotten over um, the uncomfortable feelings or the fear of like people, people like me or I don't like them or you know whatever 
um, any of those kind of thoughts and feelings? Well, I mean, and uh, I think I have a lot of colleagues that um, that are are different from me in personality wise and things like that. Um, where at first I might feel like maybe this isn't someone I want to yeah spend a lot of time with or um, but then once I get a chance to. Um, and, and I usually overcome that by saying, well, this is someone that I need to work with. And so I, I need to make sure um, that I'm giving them a chance and also that I'm giving myself a chance to, um, to make the connections that I know are important. And, um, and once I do, and I get, I get a, and I really <clears throat> listen to the other person's perspective, um, that helps me to not interpret their like their behavior um or things that they say um in a, um in a in a way that fits my prejudgment like and i understand more that okay when they say this kind of thing that i would never say or not agree with um it's really out of um like a, a heart to to um to under to well, I see a passion for um, mm -hmm. reaching out for understanding for um, helping people to be better right mm -hmm. um, and so once I get to know that 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 is really the underlying um, motivation a person has then it helps me to understand better um, the ways that they go about it that are different from the way I would yeah right? yeah and and it helps me to value it too because I think um, you know all among our students, there's so many different personalities and, and things like that. And it's, it's nice to know that, you know, because we, we have so many different kind of faculty, um, there's maybe someone who will connect, right, with, mm -hmm. with all the different kinds of students that we have. Yeah, yeah. I like that you brought up giving, um, getting to know people, but, you know, there's also an element of like, you know, this person may not be the best for me, but I gave them a chance and like, you know, that, you know, um, not just going off your initial assumptions or expectations or judgments. Yeah. Yeah. My final question for you is what encouragement do you have for the students about belonging or the eight aspects of health? And I know that you know all the eight aspects of health for strengths, but I'm just going to read them off for me and students, um, just as a reminder. We have medical health, physical health, spirituality, generosity, healthy activities, mentors, positive friends, and family support. Yeah, I think um, you want me to address all eight of those? Or <laughs> uh, you get to choose. You can address one or address belonging, whatever you, whatever, however you want to answer these questions. They're all great. I think um, if I remember correctly, when we had a, a training and there was a poll asking the students in the training, like which they felt they were, uh, they had the least of, um, mentorship was one of them. Mm -hmm. um, mentorship is kind of hard because uh, in a sense, a lot of times the research shows that that, that is definitely a source of strength for, for people. It's It's often, um, having a, um, a good mentor is a, um, 
can make the difference between whether someone will persist or give up. And on, on the other hand, you know, it's hard, it's a hard thing to force. So when programs try to, to um, you know, mentorship programs try to put yeah. people together, um, it can feel artificial, which makes it difficult for, um, for that relationship to, um, to develop in the organic way that makes it uh, strong. So I think I, what I would say to students about that is that um, a lot of times that, I mean, I, I have yet to meet a single staff member or faculty member here at George Fox who does not deeply care for our students. Mm -hmm. um, and most of us love and want to be able to have um, that kind of uh, deeper and um, more consistent um, relationship with our students. And we can't have that with, we can't be like a mentor to every single student we have access no. to. Um, so if you find yourself naturally being drawn to somebody who could be a mentor, I'd say ask them. You know, don't mm -hmm. be afraid of rejection. If they if they they say they can't fit it in their life right now, then it's not them rejecting you. It's just they have to, they also have to pay attention to what helps them to be resilient. And a lot of times that's yeah. um, that you know that's not they don't have space for that. But mm -hmm. if they do have space, and I tell you that they they want to they want to be there for their students, mm -hmm. and as especially the students who reach out for it. Right. So um, let's say if you feel like and that 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 forms a more organic um, mentoring relationship than um, if someone were to set up a program to match people based on some questionnaire. Now, is is it is are those efforts uh, worthwhile? They are for the relationships that that make it past that artificial stage. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But if you feel like a natural draw to a potential mentor, um, I'd say go for it. They can mm -hmm. make, make a huge difference in your life. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I love that you brought up that our professors here at Fox mm -hmm. do want to impact our lives. And if they do say no, which will probably not happen, but if they did, uh, that's not a personal thing. That's just a schedule thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah 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 well thank you yeah well thank you so much kelly for coming on to the podcast you're welcome thanks for inviting me of course mm -hmm. wasn't that a great conversation friends with kelly i hope that brought up some good thoughts about how you could um how you can connect with the professors around you and play mentor and be talking to your friends about how you can, um, how you guys can all grow in belonging. Uh, Source and Strength is here, and we want to support you guys. Um, we want to, you know, be there as you walk through this journey of belonging and, and uh, mentorship. Our Instagram is at gfustrong. DM us anytime. We would love to connect. Thank you, guys. See you next week. Okay, bye.